and welcome to Bougie Adjacent. I'm Amanda Lauren. It's fall. It's fall, y'all. I don't even say y'all, but I, I like those t-shirts that they had last year that said it's fall, y'all. I mean, I wouldn't wear them. I like the idea of them. I sort of want to be one of those basic people that <laughs> like really like sudden pumpkin spice lattes and I am not that girl. So I thought this would be a catch-up show, tips, tricks, what's going on in my life, a few favorite things. Okay, it's gonna be a short one. Husband is out of breakfast, um, but I thought it would catch up. We were supposed to actually have a guest this week, but she wasn't feeling well, so didn't wanna go another week without a show. So what is going on is this. Right now I am, I have to say this, customer service is such garbage these days. So I'm supposed to have, um, I feel like you can figure, you'll be able to figure out the brand once, um, if you look at my Instagram, because I think I'm going to do a post about this, but I ordered a new bookshelf from a big company before I went to the Hamptons, and not only did they deliver the wrong color, they fucking dropped it twice while they were bringing it in, and they cracked it. Which, honestly, I would have kind of been okay with because you can cover it up and everything is exhausting these days. But um, the color just doesn't, it's like, it's too dark. It's the wrong color. It wasn't the color I wanted. So they were supposed to deliver a new one yesterday. They actually could have delivered it weeks ago. But like every time they're like, we can come this day and we can only come one day this week. They were, I'm like, eh, that's a day I have something going on. So today, so they were supposed to come yesterday morning and take it um, to, to bring the new one. Um, and they're called like 15 minutes before the delivery window. And they're like, hey, the driver called out. Like, what? Like, you don't have a backup driver? Like, you're a furniture. There's not like a substitute. There's no one else you can call from. No. So pissed, so pissed off, just totally fucking disorganized. Um, it's, I just don't get it. I just don't, I feel like people don't, I sound so old, I want to be taken out to pastor and shop, but people really just don't have pride in their work anymore. It's hard to get, I mean, even like at Starbucks the other day, I asked for a half calf. The person thought I wanted half and half. No, I wanted half caffeinated because it's 7 o'clock and I want to fucking get to bed tonight. So that's my life. Um, but on a more positive note, so I'm doing that, getting a new bookshelf, going to be styling it, probably the same way I styled the... I actually kept the wrong one for several months um, because it was already set up in here. And because it was damaged, they were like, you can just give it away or get rid of it or whatever. So that's what I'm doing. Um... But at that point, I had given away my old bookshelf to someone. So I needed some place to keep my books. I'm like, fuck it. This is going to live here over the summer. So that's what's going on. I'm also replacing, right now, it's the great hardware search of 2022. I finally found hardware I like for my new dressers and, um, and nightstands in my, um, in my bedroom. So I'm going to re be replacing the hardware on that. Um, another thing you can do if you don't want to replace your hardware, my mom actually just did this, was she had white hardware spray, spray painted gold because she liked the hardware, she just didn't like the color. Um, 
on her dresser in Florida and it looks really cool. So that's something you can do, but make sure you have extras or they do one, you make sure you like it. And if you don't, they can like wipe it off or she had someone do it. You could technically do it yourself, but I think that that is a, you know, you gotta be good at DIY. More things, more things. So that's a project I'm working on. I just replaced my pillows on my sofa. Um, but I now think I might get a new sofa. But I ordered, I was not sure if I wanted to keep my sofa. Basically, I have a sofa from Sixpenny that I love. I actually love it. The only problem is when I ordered a new slipcover, it was darker than I anticipated. Now, I should have ordered a swatch. That was my bad because it's just a little bit dark. Like, it's not exactly the right shade for this room. But I can't really go with a lighter one again. Like I'm thinking, should I just get new slip covers again? I'm just thinking of replacing the whole thing. I'm constantly redecorating. Um, because I kind of want a sectional. I kind of don't want a sectional. Kind of do. I also have a chair, a new chair coming in from the inside. So I'm redecorating this place even though we will be moving to a two bedroom in our current building. Not right now but I would say within the next six months, we just need a bigger space. We're just waiting for the right one to come. I live, if you're new here, I live in one of those buildings that has like a thousand different, not a thousand, it's like five different layouts, but like on different floors, they're a little bit different. Um, it's like 125 apartments in this building. So we need to move, but I've just sort of been doing projects and trying to improve this space. I also kind of want to redo the art. Right now I have the art up for my art sugar collection, which I love. It's no longer available. Um, but if you really want one, let me know. Um, DM me because I can probably have it made for you. Um, but they did a really, I love it. I'm just sick of the same thing. So I think that's what happens. I think that's what happens in a post-pandemic world. You know, we've spent forever. I can't believe, you know, the pandemic started like almost three years ago. Um, and I'm just sick of looking at the same things. I have a rug I love too, but it was a mistake to get a dark color. So I'm thinking of getting a jute rug, but I'm also thinking I should not... I should not get a new rug because we're going to be moving anyway and I'll need a different size I don't know so I'm sort of doing that I don't know the apartment's always a, it's always a project with me I always have some sort of project going on um I want to get some different out again but we're gonna have a larger balcony I don't know I just I like to change things up a lot it's a real problem it very much annoys my husband one two thought I would actually focus this episode because I've got about another 15-20 minutes before my husband gets home talking about favorite things. Talking about skincare actually. Skincare favorite things. Because I had a conversation. Wait, you know what else I want to bring up too? Okay. I have been getting this weird like love it or hate it. I, I did on Instagram follow me at It's Amanda Lauren. Um, I did, and on TikTok, I think on TikTok, I don't know what I am on TikTok. I, I don't care that much. I should care more about TikTok than I do. I just think it's like a full-time job. Like, I think to be a really good, oh, at It's Amanda Lauren on TikTok. I think to be like a really good content creator, you've got to go like full-time in on it. 
So anyway, um, I did a roast of Trisha Paytas's um, Malibu Barbie nursery. And some people are like, why do you have to hate? And like half the other people were like, it's hilarious. I actually don't hate on her. I actually really enjoy her content. Now, before people tell me you're, oh, she's anti-Semitic. I don't believe she's anti-Semitic. She's married to a fucking Jew from Israel. Like learn what actual anti-Semitism is before you make that comment. One. Two, I'm actually not hating on her. Like, listen, you're Trisha Paytas. You make so much money off of social media. Like, I don't actually, like, I don't actually hate her. Um, I like her. But I think she's very, very funny. I think she's ridiculous. I think she's over the top. But from a design standpoint, I had opinions about the room. Um, And I actually think it would be, I know this is a podcast and not very visual, but basically she took a color, the Malibu Barbie ColourPop palette, and designed an entire nursery around it. Let me just say, I think this theme, I'm not, okay, let me just say, first of all, I'm not a big fan of paint, like, in a child's room, or, like, painting a mural, unless you have, like, unless it's, like, very tastefully done. Um, Or I just, like, a lot of people will do, like, a sheet of, you know, an accent wall with wallpaper in a child's room. I like that. I don't like this whole, like, paint, I don't know. Here's the thing. I kind of think it's, a cute concept for a five-year-old who like loves Barbies. I think for an infant, it's a fucking lot. Like, I don't even know if infants can see that many colors. Um, but it's just, it's a lot. But you know what? Like, obviously she really loves her kid. She's happy, good for her. Um, but yeah, I kind of had to roast it. That and the fact that here's the thing. And I think there, I've said this before, there's a real crisis of rich people buying cheap furniture and it's sort of ridiculous. Like she wants to be relatable. So she got, she got a changing table at Home Depot. I actually thought it was a changing table slash dresser. I actually thought that was really nice looking and it was a pretty good like knockoff dupe of something that it like, it sort of reminds me of old school shabby chic furniture. Um, And then the crib was from Target. I'm like, stop trying to fucking be relatable. Like, also, I hate to say this, but like, when you buy furniture, it, okay, this is where I'm going to sound bougie. First of all, I think people should buy the best quality they can afford. I also think that you can buy a lot of stuff on OfferUp and Facebook Marketplace and all those other places. Like, if there is something you really want you know, especially with children's furniture. And it's funny because Ashley Waller, old episode, was telling me that like a lot of times like her and her friends just like, they'll give each other their old like set from like a child's bedroom or she bought like a set from RH and then used it for her little girls and then her little boy's bedroom. So I kind of believe in buying quality the first time. Also as someone who is not eco-friendly, but I feel like, Like, I'm definitely not the biggest environmentalist at all. But the fact is, like, disposable furniture does go in landfills. Um, And I think that if you can buy something used... And let me just say this. I bought a used wedding dress. Like, so I I practice what I preach. I mean, it was a runway sample, and it was, like, one of a kind. But the point is, it didn't... It wasn't, like... 
it had previously been used. I used to buy, and I generally, unless I'm buying American Eagle jeans, because I really just happen to like them, if I want new like J brands or like, you know, like designery jeans, I usually just buy used ones because they're more broken and uncomfortable. So I think you can perfectly find buy used, like buy used furniture. Um, so anyway, I don't know. I think it's sort of ridiculous to try to be relatable that way. Like just be Trish. You don't have to be relatable. Like you literally live in a $4 million house. Um, and it's beautiful. And like here's the thing good for her. But I think it's just sort of, it's just sort of ridiculous. The whole room was ridiculous. But she's happy. She is a beautiful baby girl. Here's the other thing too. Malibu Barbie. Not a fan of the name. Mally as a nickname kind of a fan of it they were like talking about that the other day and I'm like kind of a good point she could go by a lot of names um but you know whatever whatever works for her so it's so funny so let me get to the pivot of this episode where I talk about trentanoin which is something I've been using on my skin forever and I know I know it's weird to talk about skincare but someone online was telling me, was asking like what, she's asking what, what's everyone's like go-to skincare. And I'm like, I have this conversation with someone like at least once a month about Trentanoin, which is basically red and A in its generic form. And I have to say like, it changes your fucking skin. This is literally one of the, I'm not getting paid to say this. This is just like my favorite tip. And actually, if you go look at my old blog, like my most popular post, it always comes up, is about this topic. So it is a prescription in the United States. It's over the counter every other fucking place. But America, you know, we got to make it expensive. Got to find, got to find a way for big pharma. Um, It is better than anything you can buy at Sephora or Violet Grey or Ulta. Or, you know, wherever you, what happened to Violet Grey? I was thinking about going there the other day, actually, for something, and I didn't end up going. Um, But anyway, um, wherever you're shopping, it is basically an acne medication that is also marketed as, it's marketed as two things. It's the same product, as Renova, which is an anti-aging product, and as Retin-A, which is an anti-acne product. Literally the same thing. And no, I'm not a doctor, but you can ask any doctor this. Um, You can just get a generic. It's cheaper. It changes your skin. I used to have to get, now listen, I do get Botox and fillers. Like my lips are definitely not real. Someone commented on them the other day um, on that Trisha Paytas post. They're like your lips. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're fake. Um, And I understand, here's the thing too. I understand that not everyone has the budget for Botox and fillers, But when I tell you this stuff is so much cheaper and better than anything you can buy, take my word for it. Most you can buy it online, literally Google Trentanoin prescription. There's apostrophe. There's a million places that will like prescribe it for you online. What I think is the cheapest thing to do is to just go to your GP or a dermatologist on your plan, tell them you want it and have them just like write you a large prescription. So my insurance does not cover this. And I know insurance doesn't cover it for a lot of people. Here's the deal. You go to CVS, you get a good RX coupon. It ends up being 60 bucks for a huge one that should last you like six months. So it ends up being $10 a month. Again, much cheaper than anything else you can buy. So I used to have to get filler near my mouth. And like, honestly, this stuff has faded the line so much. I don't even need to like, I don't need to do it anymore. Um, 
it's pretty impressive. I think my skin looks pretty good. I rarely break out. I do, I do get blackheads on my nose, which is just like endlessly. It's been really bad, actually. I will say, my my nose, like DM me if you have like a good blackhead product. I usually just have to get facials. Um, or I use those Biore strip things, which I know are absolutely terrible for your skin, but there's something really satisfying about seeing your blackheads. Um, and other than that, it's, I mean, it kind of helps with some, you know what it is? At first I thought it was from masks since we had to wear masks and it was really bad during prime mask time. Now, obviously I don't wear a mask anywhere where I don't have to, um, and even places where I have to. Sometimes I'm just like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. Um, like I was at a doctor's office the other day and someone asked me to wear a mask and she had her mask below her nose and there were three people 10 feet away from her that were not wearing masks and I'm just like, no. Um, but sometimes you do have to wear them for doctor's appointments and such. Um, and I'm not like an anti-masker, you know, do whatever makes you comfortable. I'm just, I'm just done with the pandemic. Um, but anyway, this stuff is really good. You only need a drop of it. It does dry out your skin like crazy at first. But once your skin gets used to it, it totally changes your life. So this girl was asking me, she's like, I used to have really bad, I've always struggled with acne. I'm like, if you've always struggled with acne, why are you asking people on Facebook? Why don't you go to a dermatologist? I mean, I didn't say that to her. But I really want, like, I really wonder about people. Like, if something is really bothering you to the point where you have to talk about it in a public forum, maybe you go to a doctor. Maybe you make a, a trip to the dermatologist. By the way, dermatologists will prescribe it for you. And in general, it's so funny. A lot of dermatologists and plastic surgeons who I've spoken to over the years um, prescribe it for themselves. Now, so before you're like, okay, why are you talking? I sound very HRH collection right now. Why are you talking about, um, she's really funny, follow her. Um, why are you talking about, to plastic surgeons? The reason, so in LA, and I think New York, but mostly LA, a lot of skincare is done by plastic surgeons here as opposed to dermatologists which are like the go-to in New York. There are dermatologists here who obviously do fillers and Botox and all of that, but like I tend to see plastic surgeons for stuff like that and then go to, um, like if I have a rash, I go to like a real dermatologist. Yes, that's my landline ringing. Yes, we still have a landline. My husband uses it for work because our phones don't work that well here. So if he has a call, it's so annoying. I hate Funny thing, I don't even know the phone number. Genuinely don't even know my own landline number. But anyway, um, it's a really good product. It's really life-changing. The only thing is you have to use sunscreen with it. And I'm not fucking around when I say this. You need to use sunscreen. Ooh, sorry. Um, you do need, my voice just cracked. Um, you do need to use sunscreen with it. First of all, you should be using sunscreen every day for anti, just because like skin cancer and anti-aging. Favorite sunscreen, by the way. I love this one. If you don't want to wear sunscreen under your makeup or foundation with an SPF, I highly, highly, highly cannot recommend enough the Super Goop Mineral Powder, the translucent powder. You just use it like you would your regular powder. It applies so evenly. Um, it's great if you work out too. Just like put on a little bit afterwards if you're going out. It's life fucking changing. 
it's one of the best products. It's like one of my favorite products. Um, and I buy it over and over. And listen, I write about skincare, so I do get a lot for free. But this is something that I gladly buy. Um, and so is the prescription. So is my um, Trentinoid prescription. You don't need a lot of it. Um, and I would recommend using it like three. Some people use it every night. I think that's a lot. I use it like every other night and I alternate with oils. Also, if you are peeling from it, like after a few months, you're using too strong um, a dose and you should probably lower your dose. Also, because it can make you peel, if you're, you have a photo shoot or you're taking, you know you're gonna take photos the next day, don't use it the night before. Um, and then I tend to alternate with different skincare oils. Right now, I'm really into the Naturally Serious Vitamin C oil. Um, I will probably link all of this in the show notes. Um, I think that's a really good product. You can use it day or night. Um, I also have an Agent Nature, Agent Nature, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, oil that I really like, and it smells really good. I think it's good to mix, to use this with oils, just because your skin gets so dry otherwise. And before you're like, my skin feels greasy from oils, it once you get used to it, I wouldn't do an oil, sometimes I do an oil during the day because I get lazy, but very rarely. If you just use an oil at night, you, you should be fine. So that, that's my spiel on retinol. If you don't know about it, you should. And before I'm like, before like, well, why should I? Know? It's not new. They've literally been using it. Wait, I'm going to look. I'm going to look and tell you when this stuff first came out, just so you can say. And by the way, my mother-in-law used this in like the 70s or the 80s or whenever. And she barely has a wrinkle on her face. My mom also used to use it and her skin looks pretty good too. Okay, when did this come out? When did this, I'm looking at Wikipedia. I'm, okay, it was patented in 1957 and approved for medical use in 1962. Oh, here's a fun fact. In 2019, it was the 244th most commonly prescribed medication in the US with more than 1 million prescriptions. So it's been around for a while. You should know about it. Here's another thing, another quick um, beauty fave, and let me know if you want me to do more of these. I know this is sort of a quick hodgepodge episode. I am kind of obsessed with the Kopari Tropical Glow Cleanser. This is not an ad, by the way. It is so good. It actually removes makeup. So I was a big double cleanse girl for years. Had to use a cleansing balm or an oil, then a regular face wash. And I kind of find it to be, here's the thing. It's not the extra step that bothers me. It's the like, why do we really need two products? The shit gets expensive. Um, I don't, and like there's another bottle and something else to buy and something else to throw, like something else to think about. This actually really removes your makeup. It doesn't feel oily. I used to use, I don't think they, I was actually went to the store to buy it and I think it's discontinued. They had another cleansing, they had like a cleansing oil that I used to use many years ago and they were just, I, this is what they had instead, and I just grabbed it. So it's a really, really fucking good face wash. It doesn't dry your skin out. It doesn't make it oil. It's really balancing. Takes off your makeup. Kind of a game changer, and it smells really good. I actually got it sort of randomly, and it's not crazy. It's like $25. Um, 
which is not cheap, but then I think like you buy a cleansing balm and a regular cleanser, and it's way more than that. I actually got this at the, um, at the new Nordstrom in New York. So when I was in New York over this summer, we went for like one night to the Essex house. By the way, gorgeous hotel. Like I want my future home. I literally took photos because I'm like, I want to like take style inspo for like my future house when eventually we buy a house um, to have it sort of have this vibe. It's so gorgeous. If you can stay at the, it's expensive, but if you can stay at the Essex house, it was, and by the way, I should say that was an influencer thing. Um, was staying at this hotel. So we had a suite that faced the park. It was bigger than my current apartment. It was to die for. It is such a treat. I highly recommend it. I love, love, love the Essex house. Um, anyway, what I was gonna say is this. So this was so, oh, it was just so dreamy. So I went to the new Nordstrom in New York. Now, when you're like, it's the Nordstrom. Okay, when I grew up in New York City, we did not have Nordstrom. We had Bloomingdale's and Macy's. And I don't know like one person who shopped at Macy's because it was on the other side of town and the store's kind of disgusting. Um, not like all Macy's are disgusting, but like that one, it's just like so old. And like that area used to be a real shithole and now it's nicer. Um, again, I'm all just take me out to pastor and murder me. Um, but anyway, so we never had Nordstrom and also we had Bergdorf's and RIP Barney's and, uh, Saks. Ugh, love Saks. Also like Lord and Lord and Taylor was the closest thing we had to, um, to like a Nordstrom where it's sort of mixed pricing, but this Nordstrom, it's really fancy. I wasn't there for that long. I went into the beauty section to pop in and get like a face wash. Um, and I have to tell you, oh, they just did the most beautiful job on this store. Um, and I felt like it was really New Yorkish. I felt like it wasn't like going into like the one at the Grove, which sucks. Um, but I think most department stores in LA suck. Like the only one I ever thought was good was Barney's. Saks is really nice too in Beverly Hills, but like I'm more of a Barney's girl than a Saks girl. And the Saks I go to, I, I like Saks in New York. You know, it's really funny. This is how ignorant I am. <laughs> the department stores in New York City are so big. And when I first like went to college and when I had first like gone to other places and I went to department stores and I'm like, why are they so small? Like ones at malls. Then I realized I'm like, oh, not all department stores are huge like they are in New York. Because if you only see what you see, like that's what you believe. Like... If you had grown up never seeing the color red and then all of a sudden you see red, you're like, what's that? Um, so anyway, it was kind of, I don't know, kind of meh. Um, but like, I don't know, most, like not the ones in New York, but just like department stores out in New York are kind of meh. But anyway, this Nord's, it's so pretty. It was so clean. It was so fucking delightful. They had lots of interesting things to buy. I didn't, I only bought this because I just brought way, I knew I was bringing way too much stuff back um, from the Hamptons to LA and I didn't want to have to like do an extra suitcase. But if you are in New York, I highly recommend, highly recommend um, that Nordstrom. It is not like, it, I mean, listen, that being said, if you can only go to one department store in New York, Bloomingdale's always, holy grail. Um, 
but they just did, I don't, it was like very interestingly curated. I liked the brands they had. The store had good light. I thought it was in a good location. It's like a five minute walk from the Essex house. It's technically like across the street from, I don't know if it's called this anymore, but it was called the Time Warner's warner center i might maybe now it's the spectrum building but it's that the columbus circle mall um which is too small to be a mall that was like the first mall in new york i guess actually the mall near macy's was the first mall in new york but none of this is terribly interesting anyway those are sort of my picks for the week that's what's been going on um should have a really good guest from one of my favorite brands hopefully next week if not, I think we might do another favorite thing, a more organized favorite things episode. Anyway, as always, I'm Amanda Lauren. Follow me on Instagram at it's Amanda Lauren. Follow me on Twitter at Amanda Lauren. And um, thank you for listening.